You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise with us or have a great podcast idea that needs a home, please reach out to us at podcastdatfeeling at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. And always remember to question the answers. Go get it. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another installment of I Said what I said, don't at me. I am your host, Mac, a.k.a. your boy. And without further ado, you know what we're talking about. Super Bowl 54? 50 whatever? I'm going to be honest with you. As a Panthers fan, after the way we lost Super Bowl 50, I've been keeping track of the numbers. I'm going to just be real with you. It's been hurting every year. <laughs> But, um, you know, I watch it as a football fan. So um, we had the Chiefs and the, the Niners. And so it's always weird when you're watching the Super Bowl and you really don't have a dog in the fight, right? Because mostly everybody's just like, I just want to see a good game. I just want to be entertained. I want to see some good commercials. I just want to see a good halftime show. This, that, and the third, right? So I'm going to just let you know right off the bat, I wasn't going for the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going for the Niners. And I'll tell you why. I'll give you some reasons why. All right. So um, if you're listening to this, I do have friends who have made it known that they are Niner fans. Um, But it's one of those things, right, where they're Niner fans and the season goes, they don't post anything. They're not really into the team. And granted, you know, subpar seasons I get it um but I see nothing from them like when they win I don't see hey good showing hey proud of my boys out there fighting when they lose I don't see hey you know we gave it all you know it's good to see that we're developing like I see and it's not needed you know what I'm saying you don't need to continually do a weekly update to let people know you're a fan but I need to see something like through the bad years I need to see that you're rocking with your team through the bad Cause now when they doing good, all I see is post all up all over the place. Now you got jerseys you taking out the plastic and stuff for the Super Bowl. Still got the store lines in them, but you taking them out like here we go, here we go. I'm like why you ain't take these things out the plastic when y'all played the 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 Ravens in the one Super Bowl in New Orleans? Why you ain't taking out the plastic then? Did you have it then? You said you had it then. Why is this Super Bowl different? You breaking them out the plastic? <laughs> so I'm dealing with a cough as well. So. Um, if you're listening to this and it's going to sound kind of choppy, it's because I edited the coughs out because I'm not trying to blow your eardrums out while you're listening to this, right? Anyway, so I'll tell you another reason why I was going uh, against the Niners, right? Um, aside from, from being salty, you know, cats running around, teams, franchises running around here with five and six rings and my team ain't got one, first of all, all right? Quit being selfish, spread them things out, let other people get some rings, goddammit, Right? Second, um, so it's the Super Bowl. The only football jersey I got are Panthers jerseys, right? So I'm just like, it's the Super Bowl. I'm about to run to the store, go get my meats, get my cheeses, get get my avocados for my guac, get all this stuff. I'm trying to get set so I can provide a spread for my family so we can watch the game and have some good eats, right? So I go to the supermarket, minding my business. You know, hey, I even got out the car, got a shopping cart. Moved it back, you know, because the shopping cart was in the middle of a parking spot. So I just moved it back into the little park in there and the shop cart staging area. You know, I'm doing I'm I'm just trying to pay it forward. I'm paying it forward. I'm going out there, putting good vibes out there. I ain't worried about nobody. I'm just getting my meats, getting my cheeses, getting my avocados for my guac, getting my chips. And I'm going to be up on part of there. I ain't even worried about it. I'm going to go to the self-checkout, so I ain't got to bother nobody. I'm just going in there to get my meats, okay, get my cheeses, right, get my avocados from my guac, all right, <laughs> and get my chips. That is all I'm in there for. Cam Newton, Jersey, waiting in line at the self-checkout. I already got my food. I'm ready to go, right? I hear a lady behind me. Oh, Cam Newton. Uh, you got the wrong jersey on. That team's not playing today. I turn around, see this woman. I'm not going to describe 
how overweight she was. Because I don't want you to think I'm making fun of her because she's overweight. I'm not going to say how big she was because I don't want you to think that I'm making fun of somebody because they big. But this big overweight woman, right, in a Jimmy Garoppolo jersey, fresh Garoppolo jersey. I'm talking about it had creases in it from the stove, my guy creases like i bet if i had looked behind the collar on the back i would have seen the price tag from when she got it from just sports right down the street at westgate you know what i'm talking about like don't act like you've been a niners fan with this brand new jersey like the receipt is on your shoe i see it stuck to the bottom of your shoe lady come on lady don't play yourself like that like i'm out here minding my business here you go Ooh, you got the wrong jersey. Your team's not playing today. Turn around, Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. So now in my head, I'm just like, I probably will never see this lady again. But I want the Niners to lose. So for like the one in a million chance, I see you back at that supermarket in that self-checkout line, I could ask you about your team. Oh, and, and if you saw that game and you saw Jimmy G, a.k.a. Jimmy Garbage, Jimmy Garbage, Jim, Jimmy, I can't help no more. <laughs> you know how that game turned out, right? So anyway, anyway, that's 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 what started my day off to the point where I'm just like, all right, go Chiefs, go Chiefs. And I have some friends that are Chief fans. But they're kind of less annoying. Like, here's, here's the thing. Niner fans, I have not seen anything from you guys, even the ones that say they are fans, and I know they are fans. But it's like, I know you're fans, but you haven't been posting uh, regularly throughout football seasons. So I didn't see posts this year, so I'm just thinking like, oh, you know, it's just standard Niner stuff. And then all of a sudden, bang, bang, Niner gang. I started seeing that shit pop up on my timeline and it was just like hmm since when did and this was after this was like once they hit 6-0 7-0 and it really started coming down here after 9-0 I was just like oh oh we all happy now huh we all happy okay yeah nine bang bang nine again huh niner faithful all that stuff started popping up people just started having shirts jersey shirts and that's another thing, right? If you have, if you can't, like, I don't know nobody's financial situations, right? I don't. And far be it for me to try to tell people how to spend their money. You know, it's their money, their budget. I don't know what's going on in their life. My thing is, you can't be like, I'm a faithful Niner fan and this, that, and the third. And like, you, you got videos of you ordering Niner stuff to wear for the game like what was you wearing all season like like does does the does the wardrobe determine the level of fan no um but if you're talking about niner faithful since 84 like i'm assuming you have some niner something right like either you're a casual fan and be like well i follow them yes i follow the niners of course i follow the niners or you talk about bang bang not like when I see bang bang niner gang on your status, I'm thinking y'all rolling deep. I'm thinking y'all rolling with the 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 costumes, the mask, the 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 fucking big ass miner, gold miner hat, the fucking I don't know. Whatever your mascot is, I'm thinking that's how y'all rolling. I'm thinking you got the Montana. I'm thinking you got the Rice jersey. I'm thinking you got the Young jersey. I'm thinking you got the Deion Sanders jersey, the T.O. jersey. The some. I'm thinking that you've been rolling with these boys deep. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking you got the Die Streets jersey. I'm thinking you got the Ricky Waters jersey. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Garoppolo. Okay, I get it, because he's your current quarterback. Okay, you don't want to be walking around with a Montana jersey and your boy Garoppolo's playing. Get the Garoppolo jersey, support your boy. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Um, But still, though, like, it's it's very suspicious. Like, after your team start rolling, you know what I'm saying? Then then the posts start coming out. 
It makes it look very suspicious, is all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're a bandwagon fan, but I'm saying you're not a real one. Whatever's in between real one and bandwagon fan, you might fall in that gray area. But I know what you're not, and I know what you kind of look like. But I'm not saying you are. I'm just letting you know. I'm going to just sprinkle that out there, sprinkle that little bit of truth out there. Anyway, so let's get into this, right? Um, First of all, let me just say I have not really been watching the commercials for the Super Bowl because I was doing all this cooking and prepping stuff. So um, I saw a couple of them. The one that I really like is a Jason Momoa one where he's like, yeah, I really get to be myself at home. And he starts taking off his muscles and shit and his fucking hair and, and all that stuff. So I like that one. Um, there was one where, um, who was it? I think it was like Chris Evans and uh, Rachel Drash from Saturday Night Live and I forget the, uh, John Krasinski doing the the Boston accents about the smart car, smart park and stuff. And that was funny at first, but then about like 30 seconds, minute, minute and a half in that thing, I'm just like, yo, cut this shit the fuck out, man. Like, it's smart park. It's a park, park. It's a park. It's smart park. It's park. It's a smart park car. It's a car smart park. Like, we get it. We get it. Y'all, y'all are doing Boston accents. All right, get out of here. Um, I don't know. There's a couple of uh, Trump ads in there and. I mean, that's cool, you know, man has money for some ads or whoever or whatever um, department of reelect or whatever, you know, I'm just like, oh, here we go with political stuff. I mean, it's an election year. It's to be expected, you know, um, trying to think of what other commercials I liked. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm at, I'm at that age where, like, I don't know, I'm just watching it for... Hopefully we get an exclusive movie trailer, you know, inside look at a movie, um, which I think we did. There was Black Widow and uh, 007, and I think they tried to hint at another Minions movie or another Despicable Me movie, which, no, no, we don't need that. We don't need that in our lives. Um, but, uh Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if, if y'all got a favorite one. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could YouTube Super Bowl commercials from uh, from this year's Super Bowl. But I don't I don't know. I'm from the age where, like, the Bud Bowl. <laughs> Hold on real quick. Yeah, that's water. Trying to battle this cough. Anyway. But, yeah, the commercials just, I don't know. It's like some of these commercials, is, it's just no thought put into them. Like, the car commercials, like, I saw the electric Hummer, this shit looks like a golf cart. Um, the electric uh, Audi with uh, Ara Stark singing Let It Go, and I'm just like, like, we just don't get enough of this Frozen shit when it first came out. Yeah, let's just try to make it hot again, you know? But, um, yeah, so the game, right? Um, I will say, um, I am... I am neutral when it comes to Richard Sherman, but uh, seeing him <laughs> lose a Super Bowl is pretty good. I like it because he talks a lot of shit and like he is overly confident to be a above average cornerback. You know, he talks like he shuts people down, but he gets burnt <laughs> ridiculously. Um, so like the Chiefs are up, I think, 10-3. Uh, and then Niners come, or what was it? I don't know. It was 10 10 at halftime. Um, then your boys come out, score 10 points, right? Uh, the Niners come up and they start getting loud. They're getting the pick. They're running down the thing. They they dancing and they posing in front of the camera for the turnover pictures, right? And then the crazy thing is, I'm sitting there like, man, y'all see, I like Patrick Mahomes has not been bringing his team back from ridiculous deficits this whole postseason. And that's exactly what they did, man. They came back. And each time they scored, you can see Richard Sherman, like, getting a little bit more concerned because he knows the last time he was there was with Seattle when he was talking shit about Darrell Revis uh, giving up a touchdown. And then they ended up losing that Super Bowl. And that man was, like, in shock and in tears and shit. And I could just see it coming. I could just see it coming because these Niners were so cocky. And I'm on Facebook just, ooh, like, I'm ready because I got a cousin who was in there wilding, talk about Niner Gang and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, y'all, mm-mm-mm. Like, y'all be humble. Bump, bump, bump. Sit down. 
I'll be humble. <laughs> Sit down. But yeah, so that went on. And then um, when that comeback was complete, like when they went up by four and Jimmy G could not get it done, like, ooh, that was a, let me tell you, when they were down by four and there was like three or four minutes left and the Niners needed a touchdown to win, um, it was, it was everything I dreamed of because I was looking at and looking for, let me stop. I know I'm never going to see this lady who had that Jimmy Garoppolo jersey on again. All right? I know I'm never going to see her again. I know she probably will never wear that thing again unless the Niners go 11-0 to start next season. Then she'd probably break it out the closet. You know, take it out the fucking space bag. Just, you know, fresh still smells like the bounce sheet that I put it in the dryer with. You know what I'm saying? But um, it was so good to see him not do well. And it's I knew he wasn't going to do well. When you... Only throw seven passes. When you only throw seven passes <laughs> in the in the NFC Championship game, because your team is just running the ball, all you gotta do is turn around and hand the ball off, and you go into the Super Bowl feeling like you know you the shit. Come on, man, you're not ready for the big lights, man. Like and he's had moments. He's had moments this year where he's performed well. The Saints game where it was a high scoring game. Um, the Seattle games, uh, he was pretty good in those. Uh, he was cutting up the uh, <laughs> the Browns when they came through. He's had some solid games. Like, he's had some games where he throws three, four touchdowns, right? And, of course, when he had those games, he's sitting on my bench because when I start him, he throws one touchdown, two picks, you know, 100 yards or something like that because they just run the goddamn ball. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not mad about fantasy stuff. Just a little perturbed, all right? Either way, it was so good to see him not be clutch, right? Not be clutch. And then they have to punt the ball. So then they punt the ball because they're thinking, oh, shit, our defense is legit. And let me go back. When Sherman got burned, when they were up by three, when Sherman got burned on that go route, it was the most beautiful thing because he looked so helpless. He was so out of place. And then he talked so much shit before the game. Like, not He... Richard Sherman, <laughs> I like him, okay? Let's get that. I like Richard Sherman. Um, he He's a very smart individual. Um, he's not just out there just saying random stuff like most athletes do when they get a mic in front of them. Um, but he's kind of elevated himself in, I'm number one when it comes to all statistics and cornerback stuff. Like, uh, man, dude, you always say this. But then you always, uh, there's always two plays where you just get burnt, dude. Like, you, you're you not the dude you think you are. You're not the shutdown corner. You're not the dude. You're not the champ Bailey. You know what I'm saying? You're not, you're not, I don't know who's out there. Who's shutdown corner out there? I don't know. <coughs> Stephen Gilmore. Stephen Gilmore. I think it's Stephen Gilmore. Over on the Patriots, I think he's the dude. He's a dude where I'm looking at it like he can follow a dude around, shadow him, shut him down. Um, I know the Saints think they got somebody, uh, Lattimore or whatnot. He's not the dude, obviously. You saw what happened. <laughs> saw when they played the Vikings in that motherfucking playoff game. Wild card. Divisional it was. They couldn't do it then. Um, what else am I thinking about? Um... But yeah, Richard Sherman's not that dude. And he talks a lot of shit. He's his own corner. He knows how to play his own well. He fits in his own scheme well. But when he has to play a dude, I don't know what's wrong, man. He just gets cooked every time. Like, he's always expecting safety up over the top. Like, I just need you to lock this dude down. Win this Super Bowl. Like, the Super Bowl's on the line. We stop him here, we get the ball back, bro. It was like 3rd and 15. How you get cooked like that, bro? Anyway. But when... uh. Jimmy G couldn't get it done. I keep going back, man. I don't know. But when Jimmy G <laughs> could not get it done, it was the sweetest thing because Kansas City got the ball back, and they just ran it, ran it, ran it, and then they got that outside run into the end zone, and they knew it was over. They knew it was over. Um, Richard Sermon over there looked shook. Uh, Nick Bosa over there looked shook. Nick Bosa was up there talking all this shit. He waving flags after sacking Baker, and I get it. Baker did the shit on your shit. You come over there. Talk your shit, man. Talk your shit. Defensive rookie of the year. Do your thing, man. 
But you lost that Super Bowl. You want to get in Pat Mahomes. You got some hands on him, but Kermit Slick, boy. Kermit Slick. <laughs> Breaking the Madden curse. Hey, shout out Kansas City Chiefs. Um, y'all made that game amazing for me. And then I got to talk so much shit on Facebook afterwards and piss off my cousin, uh, the Magical Niners fan. Um, you know, she would post something. Uh and I was like, oh, you mad? She's like, nah, I'm good. And then she'd be like, congrats, you outplayed this, Chiefs. And then, like, later on, she'd be like, a lot of people in here talking about the Niners. Where your fuck-ass team was at? I was just like, oh, so you see, you big bad. You mad. Oh, you mad bad. You big bad. <laughs> I was about to get her a cake because she was over here being super mad. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I mean, it was just lovely. It was a good time. And that's pretty much what I do for Super Bowls now. I just sit there and, you know, whatever the most annoying fan base is rolling into the game, I just hope that they lose. And, you know, then I just have a little bit of fun. <laughs> I will say, I will say this. Uh, when they were celebrating and stuff, um, all the players were holding their kids and stuff and everything. And I saw Tyreek Hill with his son. And I was just like, oh, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 everybody stop. Hey, hold the confetti. Tyreek, put the kid down. <laughs> Tyreek, please put the child on the ground, please. Because <laughs> if you don't know, earlier this year, uh, he was under investigation for child abuse because he was telling his woman, yeah, I broke my child's arm. You know, and she's like, yo, your kid's scared of you. He's like, yo, you should be scared of me too, stupid bitch. <laughs> or something like that. I'm paraphrasing. But he was cussing this girl out, cussing out the mother of his child like, Bitch, shut up. You should be scared of me, too. Like, he's scared of me. And she's just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, the NFL had recordings of it. They they went and did an investigation, but apparently they didn't have enough evidence, you know. And then next thing you know, he picking his kid up at the Super Bowl. I'm just like, I'm glad y'all won because if he had lost that Super Bowl, get that kid out of the stadium, send him on a life flight back to his house or something because Tyreek was not having it. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, congrats to Chiefs again. Um, you made the country and the state of Kansas proud. <laughs> Shout out Donald Trump. That's another thing, man. Who Who is who is in his party? Who is in his group? Who is in his team? Where he, he just continually just does stuff like this, man. And yeah, it's a, it's a type. Well, I don't know if it's a type. Well, I really think he thought. They, they represented Kansas or whatnot. And it's not his fault because there's a Kansas City, Kansas, and a Kansas City, Missouri. You know, it's just split down the middle by the river, whatnot. But um, I feel like you have time to research that before sending that tweet out. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, I don't really know football. Where are these guys at? You know, where where are they? Let me, let me Google this real quick. Kansas City Chiefs home stadium or... Where are they located? You know, just something like, and that's a big thing I do nowadays. Like people ask me questions or, you know, random information. Like if I don't know it off the top of my head, I'm going to just be like, did you Google it? And then people look at me like, oh, you're such an asshole. That's such an asshole answer, Will. Like, why are you doing that? Mac, just answer the question. Like, I don't know the answer. I'm just asking, did you Google it? Because my next step in order to answer your question is to Google it. And I pull out my phone and I Google, or I get on my computer and I Google, and then I give you the answer. And then you're like, oh, thanks. I'm just like, well, what's so hard about that? Like, I feel questions, like, I don't, like, I'm not an anti-person person. person. (laughs) I'm not an anti-people person. I'm a people person. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a people person, right? Um... But then there's uh, times where I'm sitting there like, am I the only one with technology? <laughs> am I the only one with technology? Am I the only one with a phone that connects to the internet somehow, magically, through pixie dust and unicorn farts? Is, is that how my phone works and everybody else's phone is like tied to somebody else that, that went down? Um Am I the only one in this office with a computer connected to the, the internet, the World Wide Webs, the interwebs? Is that me? Am I the only one? Sometimes I feel like it. So here I am, 
today. Today, perfect example. We're having a meeting. We're talking about stuff going on. And then somebody brings up, hey, heads up, air show's coming up. I'm not, I don't know if we're going to have a booth. I don't know if we've been directed to do anything with this. But heads up, the air show's in March, right? And there's a dude in there. When is the air show? And everybody's like, I don't know off the top of my head. I just know it's in March. He's like, because a lot of people ask me, when's the air show? And then in my, in my head, I didn't say it out loud because that's 2019 Will, right? That's 2019 Will, 2020 Will sitting here. And I'm just like, did you Google it? I know you have a phone. I know you have a phone. I seen it. We went TDY together. I seen you on your phone. I know it connects to shit because you talk about Facebook. So I know it connects to the internet. Can you just Google it and see what it is? No shit. I'm at the table. Ask that question. I don't know. It's in March sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, and he's waiting for one of us to answer it. I'm just pulling my phone. Boop. 21 to 22nd March. That easy. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. But I'm the type of person that tries to answer my own questions before asking somebody else, right? Because I feel like I'd rather learn something on my own. Not that I'm against asking questions and learning that way, but I mean, it's one of them things where you're like, why can't I just look this up and then just know? And then if somebody asks me later, I can just bow, bust out with the answer. Pop, pop. It's that easy. I don't know why people just don't do that more. They have the same, the same technology I got. The same level of technology. I'm not a Bill Gates. I'm not a fucking Steve Jobs. I'm just a regular ass dude, man. I just dabble in, dabble in a little bit of Wi-Fi shit every now and then. That's it. You know, I ain't coding nothing. I ain't HTML and shit. You know what I'm saying? This ain't MySpace no more. I just look shit up. <laughs> Copy paste, my guy. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, moving on from that. Let's get let's get to one of the probably the, the hottest topics going around. This goddamn halftime show. Now, me personally, Mac, aka your boys, personal opinion. It was a average halftime performance i was not swayed i was not moved i felt like i had seen better shows that's just me now i put that on facebook and i put the nfl could not have done a better job finding two of the most average voices to do the super bowl and that's that's all i put and here's why i said that they cannot sing they cannot hit notes they cannot you know what I'm saying? Like, these two are not well-known for being great singers, i.e., nobody's really asking them to sing national anthems, America the Beautiful, anything like that. Nobody is asking these two, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, to be like, yo, we want you to hit these notes. We want you to bring the house down, girl. Nobody's asking these two to do it because they know. They know what they're going to bring. Shakira's going to do some dancing, belly dancing, moving her hips, right? Check. J-Lo's going to do some stuff. She's just going to bring her Vegas show to the halftime show with her costumes and 90 million dancers, and she's just going to sing songs that are famous because she had other people on them, i.e. features. She doesn't hold a song down on her own at all. And if you come at me and be like, what about love don't cost a thing? I will punch you in the face because that song was not hot. What about Waiting for Tonight? Punch you in the face because that song was not hot, okay? She didn't start getting clout with the, the, the R&B, the, the rappers and stuff, until she started fucking with Ja Rule when Ja Rule was hot. Then she had the Jenny from the Block with the locks in it. Then she started doing shit with LL Cool J. And then, you know, it's like Jennifer Lopez is an amazing dancer, an amazing entertainer. She's not an amazing singer, right? And I think we realized that when we were just like, man, you know, Fergie's part of the Black Eyed Peas. She can dance and all that stuff. Let's have her sing the national anthem at the NBA All-Star Game. And she did that fucking Google it. Google Fergie singing the national anthem. And then you'll be like, oh, shit, that's not good. And a lot of people were just thinking that I was being, I was just saying that because... You know, not a lot of people. Some people, 
approached me with that. And I'm just like, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I would have said the same thing if they had Ashanti and Sierra singing on that thing. Because they both average too. They can't hit notes, okay? And it's nothing against them. Like, yes, they're recording artists, all right? Yes, there is physical evidence of them holding some notes, you know, like this is their range right here, right? This is their range right here. They can't go above this or below this. Like Shakira, Mike, she got that deep ass voice and shit. A nice baritone tenor maybe, you know? But I mean, this it is what it is. They're not really going to blow you away with their vocals. But the dancing and stuff, I guess it was all right. Like I said, um, I was in and out, not really focused on it. Um, I missed the part where she came in on the stripper pole. I think I saw all of Shakira's thing, and then she did that weird thing. I'm like, is it a turkey? Like, I came running from the from the kitchen. Like, I was sitting there cutting something, and I heard... I looked up like, yo, what the hell's going on? My kids were sitting there looking at each other, and then they looked at me like, yo, Dad, what was that? What was all that? So, you know, I got to run it back on the DVR, and I'm just like, huh. I don't know what that was for. I mean... I'm not a big Shakira fan. I don't really have the discography. You know, I'm not uh, well-versed in the, the library of Shakira. You know what I'm saying? Actually, when she started, when I found out she was in the Super Bowl, I'm like, is she going to sing um, her first joint? Wherever, wherever we're meant to be together, I'll be here and you'll be there. And that's the, just my dear, you know, that one. And then um, Hips Don't Lie. I'm just like, Wyclef about to come out or something. Um, and then uh, the joint from uh, Zootopia. I don't even know the words to that. Oh, and the waka waka, hey, hey, give it up for Africa. I don't I think that's the word. I'm like, she got four bangers. Four, I'm doing air quotes if you can't see. Four bangers, you know what I'm saying? Um, Jennifer Lopez, I know she going to come out. Do her little mixed bag of of air quotes again hits right, um, and that is that. So that's what I put. And people are just like, well, it's not really, they're not really there for the voices, you know. Everybody knows why they signed up. I'm like, man, miss me with all that because they look good stuff. It's still a show. Why are you giving them mics if you know they ain't gonna come out singing right? You know what I'm saying? Like, if this is a dance show, bring out the Jabberwockies. You know, they don't sing. They ain't wasting my time, and they dance way better than them broads. That's just me. Overall, though, they went out there and they did their thing. And this is why I, I really have no problem with it. It's in Miami. Latin, Latin American culture all over the place. Two of the biggest Latin American female artists, entertainers in the world performing. Shut it down, right? Shut it down. Here's where I'm starting to be like, what did y'all expect? I'm on Facebook and there are women who are upset about the wardrobe selection for Shakira and JLo. Like, um, what did you think they was going to be wearing? <laughs> like every time you see them perform, every time you see them perform, they wearing that stuff, man. They ain't coming out in a full ball gown in the Super Bowl halftime show. They ain't going to come out in suit pants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They don't come out dressed like attorneys at law. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're going to come out wearing what they do. They're going to do what they do, and they do it well. You know what I'm saying? J-Lo knows what she's bringing to the table. She ain't singing. She going to be slinging that ass. You know what I'm saying? Shakira ain't singing, but she going to be swaying them hips because they don't lie. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Ugh. But, yeah, one the one that got me was like one mom was just telling her daughter, hey, you want to come watch the Super Bowl halftime show? It's starring two of my favorite artists when I was young, and they sing and they dance real awesome. And then she brings her daughter out, and then J-Lo starts spinning around a pole. And then they're just like, oh, never mind. I'm so upset that they're setting the example like this. And then I'm just like, um, I, don't, I don't know when they started watching J-Lo, but J-Lo came out the gate half naked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Waiting for tonight. Go watch that video. Brothers in the shower. Literally seen with her in the shower, soaking wet. Talking about what did you think she was going to come out here and do? Like, that's her thing. She knows she can't sing. She knows she look good. 
And so she's just going to come out, you know, with the thing the things. You know what I'm saying? The dun-dun-duns. <laughs> but and another thing is, she wasn't really, like, half naked. Like, it's they're wearing the thing. It's like a whole leotard, but it's like flesh-colored pieces on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, figure skaters and stuff. Like, they're covered. It's just, it's a whole thing. And I was just looking at it like, why are people so upset with J-Lo right now? Why are people so upset with this halftime show? Like, I was upset because I'm just like, I don't know. I'm. It's one of those things where you're like, I don't know a lot of their music as of recent. And, you know, it's like, can you get somebody with, with some hits out there? Can you get, like, you know, a Kendrick Lamar to come perform? But, of course, you can't. You just get whoever's there, right? So it is what it is. Um, but overall, I had no problem. Like, if if women of uh, Latin American backgrounds, you know, they want to say stand up, hey, this is a proud moment because first time headlined and, and completely, um, I mean, they had guest features, uh, Latin American artists, uh, reggaeton, all that stuff. And they were all on there. And it was like a big thing for Latin America stand up. This is us. This is us, Miami. Here we are. Super Bowl halftime show headlined by two uh, very, very successful Latin American uh, entertainers, female Latin American entertainers, and everybody's giving them shit. And mostly it's because, oh, they're half naked, all oh, this, that, and the third. And it's one of those things where, like, you can't win for losing. You know what I'm saying? Like, women are just like, um, we want to start doing stuff. We want to do this. And then for, for J-Lo and Shakira, it's like, yo, I'm doing this. Like, my daughters, they're seeing me out here, halftime, Super Bowl, shutting it down. Um, I hope more people can look up and be inspired by this. And then other women, some women are like, yes, I love it. And then some women are like, oh, why are you out here half naked, shaking your ass in front of everybody? This is disrespectful and stuff. And then both of them get on Facebook, and then they're just like, Ah, I hate women objectifying themselves like this. And then the other ones are just like, ah, you should love it that we're being super empowered like this. It's like, can people just not have their own opinions? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm all for everybody having their own opinion. Because you know I got my opinions. That's why I got this podcast. I said what I said. Don't at me, right? That's why I got the podcast. Get my opinions out there. And they're my opinions. Now, I will say... It is hard to sway my opinion unless you have concrete facts. Like if you got super facts that slap my opinion upside the head, I may change my opinion. And then I may not because it's my opinion. Like I, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. Um, the only time where I, I get kind of, I start <laughs> example, um, rapping, right? Like, I have a certain library or um, group of, of rappers that I like because I tend to like rappers who can tell stories, who I can understand, <laughs> and who change and adapt and evolve throughout their career. Um, Lil Wayne just dropped an album. It sounds just like his other albums. He's rapping about the same stuff, and it's not really doing it for me. Um, I tell people that like people are just like, babe, you heard that Wayne yet? And I'm just like, it's okay. And then they get mad. Like, what do you mean? It's okay. I'm like, it's all right. There's, I just know there's better rappers out there. Like who? And then I'd be like, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, everybody. Kendrick Lamar's dick. Get off Kendrick Lamar's dick. I'm just like, why I gotta be on his dick? Why I just can't like him better than little Wayne? Why can me and you not agree on stuff and still be cool? Like, why is this a thing? Why is this a constant thing in America where if I don't share your point of view, if I don't share your views, I don't share your opinion, I'm like your enemy. Like, I got to be converted. Like, I have to be, you know, brought to the light of your your side, your opinion. Like, I have to agree with you for us to remain friends and civil. Like, that's the shit that bothers me about this country. Like, nobody can win for losing. Like, I can just have my opinion. I'm not trying to force you to my side. I'm just like, I don't agree with you, but you like who you like. I like who I like. It is what it is. Like Super Bowl performances, people are like, that's the best one I've seen. Mm. 
Have you not seen Bruno Mars' halftime show? Shit was a concert. Like, I didn't even want the game to come back on. I'm just like, yo, do we have to play the second half of this game, or can we just finish watching uh, Bruno Mars shut this shit down? <laughs> I'm sitting there after halftime show trying to find Bruno Mars tourist tickets. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, this is one of those, it just blows my mind that something like this, the halftime show just, just, oh, uh, uh. <laughs> People just get mad about anything nowadays, man. I don't know. I think I'm, I'm starting to be the old head. I'm starting to be the old head sitting here looking at young people just, why y'all get mad about shit? You know, and then it's the young heads get mad at the old heads. Old heads get mad at the young heads. Like, why y'all half naked out here? Why are you worried about it? They got clothes. They're empowering women. And I feel some type of way about that. That's a whole nother podcast. But J-Lo and Shakira, do your thing. Get your bag. Do what you got to do to get uh, your sales up. Because I just was educated today by my friend Lori Arias. Because um, I was under the assumption that people pay the NFL to perform at the halftime show. But all it is is they don't get paid by the NFL. But the NFL fronts whatever pyrotechnics and shit, all that shit that they need. And then the outcome is because they do the halftime show, their popularity goes up and their streams go up. And then, you know, their their mentions and their popularity kind of get a, a boost, almost like jumping on Dance with the Stars or something like that. Right. So that's their whole thing and why they. Um, why they. Uh, <laughs> why they why they always try to get on the Super Bowl halftime show. Because it gives them a little bump in their popularity. It's like a free concert that's televised worldwide or something like that. So, uh, props to them for doing that. And, uh, yeah, all that good stuff. No, I feel like I've been sick for like three weeks, man. <laughs> it's not a good feeling. Ugh. Anyway, oh, um, so, yeah, I was teasing about uh, my comedy class. So, yeah, I signed up uh, eight-week stand-up comedy course. And what it is is... Um, the instructor is kind of teaching us how to, um, create, edit and, and work on and mold a routine for a showcase, which is about three to five minutes. Um, which is harder than it sounds because I believe I'm a funny guy. And when I get up there on the stage, she gives a stage time and she's like, tell a story. I tell a story cause I got stories on top of stories on top of stories. But they run over five minutes. Like my last one with the 10 minutes, they were laughing. They're just like, yo, you got to cut some of that fat. So I was thinking about it, like cutting the fat, working on my previous story that I told last week. Or do I go into this week with a new story, hit them with something else? Because I don't want to go in there with stuff that they already heard because they may not laugh at it. Right. So trying to trim a, a new routine. Uh, based on a new story uh, from when I was a kid growing up. And then uh, I think some of my funniest stories are the fact that growing up with a Marine dad in a, in a you know, Christian household, um, it, it was kind of hard to get the full teenage experience, i.e. going to school dances and stuff like that cause, because your mom or <laughs> because mom would be like, nah, they playing worldly music in there. You can't go. I'm like, mom, I'm like 16 going on 17. Like, let me dabble. Just let me dabble in this homecoming stuff, man. It's like my friend's going to be there. Like, I'm already listening to this music in my Walkman right now. Walkman. <laughs> my Discman. All that stuff. That's how old I am. Mom, let me get in there. I know this music. You know I be listening to this music. Mom, just let me go and dance at the party. I want to go to the party. But nah, she ain't hearing that. So, you know, I'm missing out on, on opportunities to go have fun and stuff. I got to sneak out the house to go do some shit. And, you know, which gets me in trouble when I come back to the house. I'm like, where was you at? I was at a house party. You grounded. All right. They got the house. Go to another house party. Come back super grounded. You know, like it's just back and forth, man. Just let me be a teenager. I ain't going to do nothing illegal. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> like that chick that was drinking the thing that was nasty. She was like, well, uh, mm, well, mm, ah. <laughs> that's my face. I ain't going to do nothing illegal. Well, maybe. Ah, no, not. Nah. <laughs> 
Nah, but I got stories on top of stories. I got stories working at McDonald's. Like, I was at McDonald's, like, not even two months in, Sunday morning. I'm sitting there working, handing somebody some shit through the drive-thru. And our lobby dude, <laughs> Luis, he just, his man jumped out of the drive-thru window <laughs> as I'm handing somebody their shit. And the dude in the car was looking at me like, yo, did a man just jump out of your window? And I was just sitting there like, uh, here's your sausage egg biscuit. Turns out, um, the reason they were doing that is because five of our workers on that shift were illegal and uh, INS <laughs> came rolling through and they, boy, they busted that McDonald's labor ring up. Um, <laughs> there's a story. Oh, yeah, I got fired from that one because I took a nugget <laughs> before clocking out. They're like, go clock out on your break. I'm walking by the fryers. I see a nugget in the little nugget tray. One nugget. I'm just like, man, give me this nugget. Pop it in my mouth and start clocking out. Um, store manager comes up. What's in your mouth? I'm like, oh, it's a nugget. Uh, I need you to clock out. All right, I'm doing that anyway. I'm going on my break. She's like, nope, clock out for the day. You're not coming back to work. And they clocked me out. And I got it. And turns out I was fired over a nugget. I did the math. Because we were doing, what, 20 piece for five cents or for five bucks. So what is that? About 40 cents a nugget? No? I don't know. I did the math way back then. <laughs> but I'm just like, damn, man. That less than a dollar for a nugget? What? And I'm fired? All the stuff I've done for y'all? What? Me? Fired? Come on, man. I let a dude jump through the drive-thru window, man. You see, I just dodged that and still provided great customer service. You can't, nobody else can do that. Who else you know can be out here in these streets, in McDonald's, handing out food in a drive-thru? Mexican comes jump through the drive-thru window. Almost jumps into the car, the person out there. The dude looks at you like, Zed, what, what is going on in there? Why is this man jumping out of... I have no idea, but here's your sausage, bacon, uh, biscuit, hash brown meal. Uh, did you want cream or sugar for your coffee, sir? You know, that's me. Without missing a beat, like, I'm just like, yo, professional at all times. Because I want you to come back to this McDonald's, sir. I'm here to give you the full experience of amazing customer service. Before Chick-fil-A blew up, I was doing that. I was hitting y'all with the my pleasures in McDonald's. That was me. But now y'all don't want to hear that, man. Y'all don't want to hear that. Y'all just about these profits and me eating this 25-cent nugget. You losing your shit. Yeah, they're about 25 cents, huh? <laughs> That's how much it was, 25 cents, because each one is 25 cents. So four would be a dollar. So if there's 20 in there, divided by that, bow. Right? I don't know. I'm just talking now. Either way. Yeah, but that's my life, man. Um, I got that. I got a... Uh, my time in the military, I got these three kids. I got my son, my oldest, which gives me most of my, my material. <laughs> so I'm set, bro. I'm just trying to figure out how to do these punchlines. Because like they, you just got to keep them coming like black joke, black joke, black joke, black. It's like set up joke, set up joke. And I'm just like, I'm a storyteller, man. Like I try to set the mood. I warm you up. I get you in, in my world. I get you in my world. And then I hit you with the the the, the funny you know, but we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Um, so if you're listening to this and you're in the local area or within driving distance, uh, we are set to go on all the students in this class. It's a 10 person class. Uh, great people in the class, by the way. Um, the date is March 8th. It's a Sunday, um, seven o'clock and I will post the link with the link for this uh, podcast or like subsequent. Uh, they say it sells out fast. It's a small venue, uh, 10 people. So I figure, bro, if each person brings like five people, it's probably going to be packed in that mug, you know, a little bit. So um, I'm going to try to get the link out there early so people can sign up early so they can get there early and get the good seats early. No, that ain't no need for that. But... <clears throat> That's my plan, man. I'm trying to get out there in this comedy thing, and um, hopefully I'm good at this stand-up thing. But if not, if I can't perform, 
there's always the the route of being a writer. Um, I can't do no improv stuff like the who's lying thing. Like I'm either gonna be on this stage making jokes or I'm writing jokes for somebody. I just need to get in this comedy career field, man, because business is booming in that, man. I feel like that's my thing. I feel like that's my thing, man. I've been silly my whole life. And and my littlest, LJ, he's the same way. Like he just does the silliest stuff to try to make people laugh. So um if I can set him up, at least have a somewhat of a platform so when he grows up, he can get more into the because a lot of this stuff I'm trying to dabble into the YouTube, trying to get videos, edit videos, backgrounds, all that stuff, graphic design. I'm doing this so I can set my kids up. Like if they want to get into it, if they want to try to get out there, do something. Like I have something for them. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to leave something for the churn. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's kind of my motivation at this time. But I've been rambling and stuff long enough, <clears throat> messing around with this cough and. This raspy-ass voice. I don't know if y'all like it. Is, is this work for y'all? Y'all like this raspy-ass voice? I don't like it. I don't like it. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. This has been another installment of I Said What I Said. Don't at me. With Mac, a.k.a. your boy. <clears throat> Again, thank you for listening. And thank you for checking out my people, my family over at that feeling dot com that feeling podcast search that feeling podcast d-a-t-f-e-e-l-i-n podcast on wherever spotify apple google whatever iHeartRadio, whatever you go listen to your podcast search that feeling and it's not just my podcast on there there's multiple you can choose from and it's all good stuff. Believe me, I wouldn't be rocking with them if it's not all good stuff, man. So check it out. Um, let me know what y'all think. Let me know or let them know what y'all think. You know, we're um, just trying to get out there and put good content in the world, trying to put something positive out there, make you laugh, make you think. Um, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of what we on right now. So thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. Um, and you guys take care. If there's anything I could do for you, remember, just just let me know. Leave a comment. Holla at your boy. I'm here for you. Y'all take care. Peace.